Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Telcom says it's considering laying off an unspecified number of staff and closing down some of its stores. Earlier, South Africa's biggest landline provider denied a trade union solidarity claim that the company was planning to cut up to 55% of the 18,000-strong workforce in major restructuring program. The union, along with the Communications Workers' Union, says they've been informed that the parastatal intends to cut the jobs. The union say they expect the move to come into effect next month. Western Cape Police have arrested a 26-year-old man for possessing abalone with an estimated 1 million rand at Somerset West. The arrest was made following a tip-off. Police say the suspect was allegedly transporting around 2,000 units of abalone from Biffelsjach to Cape Town. He is expected to appear in court tomorrow. Economic relations between Zimbabwe and the European Union have reached a milestone. The two parties have signed an agreement under the EU, which will provide development aid to Zimbabwe to the tune of about 3 billion rand. The National Indicative Programme will support health, agriculture and governance to Zimbabwe over the next five years. It's the first time in over 10 years that the 27-member bloc has channeled aid directly to the government coffers. In 2002, it slapped travel and economic sanctions against Zimbabwe government in protest of human rights violations and land reform policy. The EU head of delegation to Zimbabwe, Philippe Van Dam. We have cleared some obstacles in our partnership, but what I can promise today is that I will continue applying with all the conviction inspired by a happy marriage. The methods of an open, frank dialogue. Parliament's multi-party chief whips forum is expected to meet this afternoon ahead of what is expected to be a tense debate on President Jacob Zuma's State of the Union address. Following last week's unprecedented disruption of President Zuma's address, opposition parties suspect that the meeting will lay the ground rules for tomorrow's debate. The meeting follows the protest and violence which overshadowed President Zuma's address on Thursday night. The EFF carried out its threat to confront him on what he would pay on what he would pay back the money uh, spent on the non-security features at his Inkantla private home in KwaZulu-Natal. And then finally, Ultra South Africa says it's exploring the possibility of introducing its popular electronic dance music festivals to other African countries. Ultra South Africa 2015 drew over 52,000 clubbers to massive outdoor parties in Cape Town and Johannesburg at the weekend. 40,000 revelers attending the inaugural Ultra parties from Miami and South Africa last year. Co-founder of Ultra South Africa, Sean Duvet, says, says rather they are also considering hosting the marathon dance events over two days in the future. People love dance music, they love DJs and... Uh I think the country's just really excited about a massive party, about bringing the world's biggest talent to the country. Uh, Ultra as a brand in itself is a global phenomenon, so uh, people are really excited about all of that. And it's a lifestyle, really. You know, dance music has exploded around the world, and South Africa's taken to it. Everybody's really excited about it, so it's, it's good to have uh, all the fantastic energy from the fans and all the DJs and media support. For Good FM News, I'm Eugenia Pateni.